I don't think I'm ever going to be free from my business. I feel like my business owns me and that's the way it's always going to be. If you've ever said or felt something like this, stay tuned. We're going to be talking about one of the things that can help. Running a service business can be hard. It is not unusual for business owners in industries like contracting, home repair, auto repair, business-to-business services like janitorial, IT and accounting, and many others to feel overwhelmed by all the priorities facing them at any given time. Between addressing the needs of the customers, managing the employees, figuring out the financials, and getting processes in place, feeling like you're making significant progress on your business journey can be difficult. Welcome to Service Industry Success, hosted by Brian Harding. Each week, Brian will look at real-world strategies for building the business you are dreaming of, while also sharing tactics to get through some of the most frustrating parts of business ownership with a lot more ease. Let's get started. I'd like to talk to you today about a guy I know named, a guy I know named Alan. Pardon me there. Alan has a very successful business, there's no question. And for the most part, Alan's quite content with where his business is and the direction he's going. And Alan's not quite ready for the rocking chair yet. He's not quite ready for retirement today, but he can see that retirement's only about 10 years away. Problem is, the longest Alan can be gone from his business at any one given time is about two weeks. When I asked him who he thought could manage a project or department without a great deal of oversight on Alan's part, he said he didn't really think he had anyone on his team who could step up. So I asked him, I said, have you had employees who have attempted to lead projects or departments before? And he said, no, we just aren't quite there yet. When I pressed a little more, Alan revealed that he just didn't trust anyone on his team to take that kind of responsibility. And this is a very common thing for small business owners, especially in service industries. We simultaneously want freedom, but we really want to maintain control. <laughs> and this is a hard thing for us. It, you cannot have both. You just have to pick a horse here. You either want to have freedom or you want to have control. Now, eventually you can have both. Eventually, you can, you, you know, when you have a, a business that's fully functioning with, with the management staff or leadership team or whatever your version of that is, you can absolutely have freedom and be confident that things are under control. Getting from uh, inception for the company to that point, you have to pick a horse, I think. You have to pick, do you want freedom or do you want control? And uh, so Alan's definitely not alone. Um, many business owners crave freedom, but they just don't feel like their business, uh, and, they, and they don't like feeling that their business owns them. But simultaneously, by and large, they just are not comfortable giving up control, which means they, they will remain in this rut for the foreseeable future. Alan's stuck in what I call stage three, which as you can see there is all about the employees. For those of you who are watching the video, you can see that stage three is we transition from being an employee to a business owner and our mindset has to change and our, and our role has to change. And the control we have, the direct hands-on control we have must change. So one of the things we have to do is start um, identifying future leadership. And again, this is specifically for companies who are in service industries who are going to need leadership, whether it be managers, supervisors, foremen, whatever your version of that is. Um, we all are gonna need these if we're gonna grow a sizable company. You cannot build a $10 million company and have just you as the, the leader. You just can't, you can't have that kind of bottleneck and expect to survive, let alone thrive. So we're gonna need leaders. And in order to do that, um, we have to be able to trust them with our baby, AKA our business. 
um, we first must just make a, a decision. We must commit to giving people on our team a chance to lead, even in small capacities. We have to give them reps so we can assess their abilities. We can got to see who's good at this, and who's not. Um, the second thing is to do that, we have to identify what are the characteristics we care about in a good leader. Um, what are the characteristics we're going to use to, to assess a person's ability to do this well or not? So there's two different things here. I'm talking about characteristics, character traits. I'm not talking about leadership skills. We can absolutely teach leadership skills. We can teach them how to communicate better. We can teach them how to communicate specifically. We can tell them how to frame things in a way that resonates with people. You cannot teach them to be a good person. Uh, I'm sorry, by the time people get to you and they're in their uh, early 20s to late 50s or wherever stage in life that they are when they meet you, the die has cast on some of this stuff. You are not going to be able to change. You cannot train somebody to have integrity. They either have it by the time they see you or they don't. So these are the kinds of things I'm talking about. I'm talking about character traits, not skills. We can teach skills. We cannot keep, uh, teach character traits. So bad news. You can't teach most of the stuff. They, they either have it or they don't by the time they see you. I'm sorry. Um, undoubtedly, you're going to have your own list of character traits you're going to want to include with this. I think it's really important you declare what those are. You can't, um, can. I wouldn't recommend just leaving it to a gut feeling on some of this stuff. Like we have to be deliberate. We have to be intentional. One of the things you're going to hear me say all the time is we have to be intentional and specific. We have to be intentional about what kind of leaders we want. There's an old saying, you end up with what you put up with. If you don't know what you want a leader to have, you will end up with whichever one um, seems right in the moment the best. And that's not a good way to, to choose leaders, I don't think. So for me, here's here's a list of things. Uh, this is not necessarily an all-inclusive list. It's pretty close, though, probably. Um, these are the kinds of things I, I look for in a person. If I'm going to invest a lot of time and a lot of money to train somebody, which I will have to, if I'm going to take somebody and teach them how to run my company so I can be absent more, um, I have to. That's a tremendous amount of time and energy and and money we're going to spend uh, training somebody how to do this. So. Before I make that kind of investment, I want to make sure I've got a good person to, to start working with. So one of the things that I want to see my leaders, my future leaders have unquestionably is respect for the team. They must grasp the concept. We talked about it um, not long ago. What's in it for the employee? They have to grasp this concept of balance. They have to respect the team. There's times they're going to call on the team to just suck it up and get things done. And there's times where they need to take care of the team. They have to understand that balance. They have to respect the team enough to consider that that's even a thing for them to worry about. So for me, respecting the team is one of the things that they absolutely have to have. Another thing they have to have for me is courage. There are times they're going to have to flat out handle some situations that are just gnarly. <laughs> there are times employees are going to put managers and leaders and business owners in very tough situations. And if you shy away from those things, they can absolutely take over your company and ruin it. Um, so I need somebody who has courage, who is not afraid to step up and just get things done, even when they're uncomfortable, or maybe especially when they're uncomfortable. I need somebody who has the courage to do that. I need somebody who has integrity, and they can be trusted to do the right thing when nobody's looking. If I'm going to trust this person to run my company someday, or have a significant role in running my company someday, I cannot be simultaneously absent so they can do that, 
and also wondering if they're doing the right thing. For me personally, that is a deal breaker. I could not, I just wouldn't sleep. I would, ha- I would not be able to leave. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't do what I want to do. I couldn't step away. I would have to stay there and make sure. So I don't want that. I, I just know for me, if I don't think they have integrity, that they're not the right person for me to be in the leadership role. Um, they must take responsibility. They, they got to own up to things when things don't go well. They can't blame everybody else when things go wrong. And they can't shy away from taking the reins when it's appropriate. They have to be willing and able to take responsibility. Sometimes they need to be able to, to seek responsibility. It's a little bit different. But once they have it, they have, to, they, have to, they have to keep it. They have to maintain it. They can't shy away from that. They have to be willing and able to learn. Um, one of the things I see people struggle with a lot is settling for business uh, or, or leaders in their business who are very set in their ways um, and just are not able to adapt or improve or change their mindset. Um, you cannot have somebody who grew up, uh, you know, working in the mid seventies, leading a group of people who graduated from high school in 2015 and, and not have adapted some, it's just, it's just not going to work. People have to have the ability to adapt and learn. And, and, uh, if they can't do that, I just, for me, I don't think they can be a good leader in my organization. Um, Along with that, they have to have the ability to be aware of their own strengths and weaknesses. We all have our strengths and weaknesses, right? Um, having an awareness of what those are is key to, to making improvements. If you're not even aware that you need to make an improvement, you can't possibly make the improvement. So for me, I need somebody who is, has the ability to be aware of what their strengths and weaknesses are. So we have conversations about how to improve things that they're not naturally good at. And we all have plenty of things that we're not naturally good at. I need somebody who can have that conversation honestly and be eager to improve, not resistant to it. So unless you find somebody who's already prepared to run your company without you, which I say is unlikely for most of us, uh, they're going to have to grow. And to grow, they have to be willing to learn and they have to identify what their strengths and weaknesses are and be comfortable talking about those things. If, if they're going to get their feathers ruffled every time we talk about something that's a weakness of theirs, that's going to be a very tremendous, a, a difficult person to uh, to get to grow, right? And it's going to be a, a tremendously difficult people uh, person for people to follow, for your employees to want to follow. Uh, also to grow, you must be aware of it, which strategies you're employing that are working, which ones are not. You're going to try things and they're not going to work. If you can't be tuned into what's working and what's not working, then you're not going to be able to, to adapt and lead a group of people over a long period of time. Um, for me, they have to have gratitude. Gratitude is the opposite of entitlement. Uh, your employees are not going to want to work for an for a leader who feels entitled, um, at least in my experience. Um, you know, people earn positions. They, they earn um, roles that, that pay very well. Um, and they learn, they earn uh, the right to have, ex- uh, to make decisions based on experiences they have. But that's different than entitlement, that I deserve this just because I'm me. Uh, people who have that, that mindset um, are not going to, to foster a great deal of, of uh, love from your employees or um, um, desire to continue doing things that are going to make the company successful. If they hate their boss because their boss is entitled, they're not going to care about your company. It's just the way it is. They have to uh, be able to effectively communicate. 
Nothing else is going to matter if they can't communicate. They can't communicate to the team. They can't communicate to me. If they can't communicate to customers, uh, to whoever's involved, if they can't communicate, nothing else on this list on this list matters. They must be able to delegate, and um, I I mean delegate. I don't mean demand. I don't mean using passive aggressive or other similar methods of getting people to do things without having to ask them to do it. I want somebody who has balance here who can delegate and say, I'm going to delegate this to you, which means I'm, in, I'm trusting you, I'm empowering you to get this done. I'm also going to hold you accountable and can just say that in a way that doesn't sound like we're demanding. Um, that's important that they be able to delegate and not demand, but also be confident that it's okay for them to delegate. Um, and lastly, for me, they just have to understand balance. Balance in all this stuff. You know, sometimes the individual employee needs the team to help them out. Sometimes the team needs the employee to step up and just get things done. Understanding that kind of balance is critical for my for people I have worked with who have been great leaders. Both people I've learned from and people I've taught. Um, there's just not, if you don't have balance, if you don't have that that intuition to tell you when enough is enough and what, what what's too much on a variety of things, it's just going to be difficult. Um, again, I can't be absent if I have a person who doesn't grasp that running the show. So for most folks, the first step in, in identifying future leadership is just coming to grips with the fact that you have to do this. Um, if you're going to be a solopreneur and you're going to own your own business and it's just you and your truck and your you know, maybe it's you and your spouse, or it's just you, you'll never have to worry about this. You can you can do that solopreneur thing uh, until the day you retire and never have to worry about this. If, though, you're trying to build a business where you can step away and have some freedom, maybe do other things, or, or you just don't want to have that feeling that your business owns you forever, you're going to have to let people lead. You're going to have to delegate um, decisions not tasks. We're going to talk a lot more about that later on. But even in small capacities, you have to give people a chance to lead. You have to give them a chance to show you if they can do this or not. If you're going to grow a business and you're going to develop your people, you got to start small, see what they're good at and see what they're not good at. Second thing is, of course, determine the, the characteristics that you think will identify a quote unquote, quote, good leader when you see one. What specifically are the characteristics you're looking for? Again, I'm not talking skills. We can teach skills. What are the things that you cannot teach that are absolute deal breakers for you in having a person you would trust run your company? So we cannot move out of stage three, which is, by the way, the most dangerous stage, the one where most businesses fail, most businesses go under in stage three. Uh, it's the one we have to face our fears about giving up control. Most of us, not most of us, a lot of business owners just reside there and don't ever get out because they can't ever overcome that fear of control of giving up control simultaneously though they'll tell you all day long they want freedom this is a very this is a very challenging spot for us to be in we ha you can't have both so until we're willing to give up uh control to some employees this is where we're going to be we have to give them a chance to lead again we don't have to give them a whole department we don't have to give them the whole company right out of the gate we can give them small bite-sized things to see how they do just like you would teach your kid how to drive a car you start out in the parking Well, You start out explaining to them how you're going to do it. Then you go to a parking lot. Then you go to a slow street. You work your way to the freeway. It's the same kind of thing with developing leaders. Give them small things. You can, you can help them identify what works and what doesn't. 
And as you see that they're successful, give them a little bit more. We cannot assume that people can be taught the character traits that make good leaders. I just, I can't emphasize that enough. In my opinion, some of these things you're just born with, or you either have them or you don't. Um, you can be taught skills, but you cannot be taught character. Uh, we're going to spend a lot of time talking about leadership skills on, on later uh, subsequent episodes. So I'm not going to dive too much into that today. Um, but just, again, be, be aware that attempting to teach leadership skills to somebody who does not have the characteristics you need is not expensive. It's dangerous. If you have a, a person with poor integrity calling the shots while you're around, that, I mean, labor law and employment law right now is not a place you want to have people making bad decisions in your absence. Um, so let's identify what those characteristics are. Let's start giving them reps to see how who has what we need and who doesn't, and uh, and who's who who are willing to invest that that time and money into to training to be great leaders and, and give control of the company to or a piece of it of, of the. Uh, control to someday so sorry for stuttering my way through that um again if you know of anybody who's a business owner in the service industry who you think this could help please feel uh, free to share this with them we sure want to help as many uh, people as we can also uh, if you have some time give us a rating and a review and uh with that that's it for this week i hope you all have a fantastic week and i'll talk to you all next week